Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome back to the Electrify Expo podcast from the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Electrify Expo podcast. I am Joe Boris here with Chris DeMauro, and this week we've got a lot to talk about, but the thing, the thing that I think is big news, Chris, we've got Livewire, which uh, two years ago when we started this podcast, it was just a motorcycle, and then it became its own brand, and now Harley Davidson is actually spinning off Livewire into its own company. It's going to have its own stock ticker and everything on the uh, New York Stock Exchange. I think that's wild. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's such, it's so cool. It is such a cool, like, evolution, if you will. It's a cool evolution. From concept to brand to, like, real business, right? (laughs) Um, I mean, but, you know, it's going to be on the, the stock exchange. That's cool. You know, Harley, I think this was the right move. It was definitely the right move for, think, for not yeah. only for Livewire, but for Harley too. And I think what's really interesting about this, and we talked about it, you know, months ago when we were talking about the Livewire initially is like, this is Harley kind of admitting there will never be another electric Harley, right? Like Harley is going to be a V-twin motorcycle thing. They're going to be lower and lower volume until they just kind of effectively get sanctioned or, or, you know, written out of existence by the laws that are there. And when that happens, <laughs> that's such a dark take, <laughs> but it's true. But, but think about it. That's, that's kind of like what has to happen for Harley. Right. And it'll never die. It'll never go away. There will always be Harley Davidson stores where you can buy jackets and you can buy parts and people will keep like a 1970s Harley or an eighties Harley or a fifties Harley. They're going to be building those for the next 150 years anyway and harley is going to become like a cpo kind of reseller of these restored motorcycles for big big money and it's going to be great for them and and the the business of developing new exciting product is going to keep going through the live wire and one thing that you know uh one of our buddies lauren mcdonald i saw i caught this on his uh, linkedin he made the comment that there's air cooling fins on the battery of the live wire but the battery is liquid cooled and I was cracking up because you know why those air cooling fins are there? Because Harleys are air cooled. Right, right. So it's <laughs> it's just about it. Listen, listen. I think it's the brand, right? At the end of the day, they're trying to keep the brand identity. You know, it's like why Buick insists on keeping those silly stick-on vents on their cars, right? That yes. do nothing. But it's it's the Buick way, right? And so it's the Harley way. Now again, uh, just back to you know the, the the whole news about the Livewire brand, right? You know, you have a darker take than me. I think you know Harley's going to be around for a long time doing what they're doing. But to me, this is a great. I don't even I don't know that compromise is the right word, but it's a great way to keep Harley Harley while pushing forward into an obviously electric future. Right. Yeah, I think they can have their cake and eat it too. And you know, I, I think there's also another side of this. All right. Okay. I think that Harley as a brand, you know, it doesn't necessarily attract the youth of today, right? For whatever reason, you don't see a lot of young people running out and buying Harley. Now that's exclusively true. There are definitely young people that want Harleys. But sure, sure. more and more and more, you know, 
people, you know, a lot of young people are just gravitating towards electric and they're gravitating towards electric brands, right? Like Tesla. They want a brand that isn't just, we make an electric car. They want an electric car brand because it's just a cool thing. It's environmental. It's cool. It's, it's got like Tesla just has set fast. I mean, let's talk about, you know, when we were at the, uh, at the orange County event earlier this year, we did our first live event for electrify expo at orange County. We had the live wire there and there were guys that were getting on this thing and they're just taking it for a test ride because they happened to be there and they got off the bike with a big smile on their face. And I had one guy say to me, you know, I've been riding motorcycles for 25 years. I thought I would never ride an electric bike my next bike is going to be a live wire. And, you know, he, he had no reason to tell me that. I don't even know the guy's name. He just walked right. up to me and said it. And like to, to get that kind of excitement from something like from that kind of product, I, I think is going to be, is going to really transition some of the, let's call them, you know, young boomers, late gen Xers who are still going to be riding in 10, 15 years. I think they're going to really like it, but I, I want to move on a little bit. Cause we're talking yes. about the brand Harley Davidson and what it stands for. And it has kind of like this, this uh, traditional kind of appeal. Right. And I want to talk about Jeep Jeep Wrangler has been kind of its own thing. You know, it, it's oh, gone yeah. up and down. When I was a younger kid, Barbie had a Jeep and it was a girl's car. And then it kind of went <laughs> and it like, it's true. I mean, that's what it oh, was. It's absolutely it, true. It's absolutely true. But you know, again, it, Jeep is one of those brands that's kind of gone through. I don't want to call it again. Not an identity crisis, crisis, but it's just trying different things. You know, it reminds yeah, me. Of, I mean, you know, they had the Levi's denim interior and a pink Jeep Wrangler. That's an identity crisis. Okay, we don't, we don't need to talk about that one. That we one just we ignore that. Just, yeah, we can just we'll put just that one to the side. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Jeep has Jeep has been okay with trying different things. Is the way I would put it. They've really and and they have and they're doing that again. They're doing that again. They have actually canceled any non-plug-in versions of the Jeep Wrangler in like overseas markets. So like Europe, uh, you know, overseas in Asia, if you're buying a Jeep Wrangler, it's a plug-in hybrid. You cannot get the V8 version, certainly not, you know, the diesel version. I don't think we got here in the States for a while. Um, but, we you know, get now, that though, right? I think there was a previous version. It wasn't this generation. Got it. But like, you know, if, if you are a member of a citizen of this planet that does not live in North America, a Jeep Wrangler is now a plug-in car and that's the only way you can get it. And I, I think that's huge. It is. It is. It's a really huge statement. Let's, you know, let's be clear. It's a statement, right? It's a statement. It's not just, you know, they could, they could get, I, I mean, on one sense, it is practical right there is a practical decision because in a lot of places you know they're they're really really kind of forcing you down this road right but and, and, yeah like and, you have trails and off-road trails that are saying you can't ride internal yeah. combustion vehicles anymore and the beauty of this jeep plug-in is you can drive to where you're going as as a gas vehicle as an ice vehicle and when you get to the trail you turn off the gas engine and mm -hmm. you go in pure electric and, you know, uh, the reality is, again, in a lot of ways, you know, America's going to go down this road, so to speak, itself, eventually. And, again, I think it's a, it's a commitment to values, right? If you're a really big off-road kind of, you know, outdoorsy person, there's no reason that you should be vehemently against 
polluting less, right? As you know, like there's, it's just like if you're a hunter, you know, you should be for conservation because you want to make sure you can still do your sport you 10 years make, from now. You want to conserve nature so that you still have stuff to shoot. Exactly. 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 It's, it, it's weird. Humans are weird, right? We're weird. Humans are weird. Yeah. But it makes Water, sense. It does make sense. It does make sense, especially like, you know, I have family in the Pacific Northwest and they talk about, you know, you know, preserving the rivers and conserving nature up there. And what they really mean is they want to go fishing and catch a big fish. Yeah. And you know what? There's that, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, especially again, you know, sometimes one of the things you and I used to talk about a lot is you can't always approach people with electric vehicles from the environmental standpoint, right? Sometimes you got to approach them from the, it's going to save you money in the long term. It's more convenient. You know, there's multiple. Or it's faster or it's it's better on the trails. You know, one of the things one of my very good friends says to me is everybody has a way they like to be talked to. Okay. And sometimes it's just about finding the right way to approach someone about this conversation. And I just think Jeep is doing that in a clever way. They're approaching it from, you know, A, this is just the reality of the world right now. It's a lot of regulations. B, you can still enjoy nature, but without being a gross, loud mess about it. <laughs> right. So I want to, similarly to the Jeep, we have the Hummer, right? So the Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> no, but that's a very similar, that's a very it similar is. type Absolutely. of thing. Yes, it is. It is just, it's weird that we're talking about Hummer in the sense of a, in the context of being an EV it is a little bit mind-blowing right yeah so but you know in the sense of talking to people in the way that they want to be talked to right there's there's an article right now on truth about cars uh and it's talking about the gmc hummer ev as you know like as like the opposite of reducing your carbon footprint right which is really not the case i mean it's a very efficient that's not very fair but uh, you know at, at the end of the day you know, it's, it's a clickbaity headline. It happens. Um, there's a great comment on there. And I actually opened up the comment because I wanted to read it word for word. Uh, it's a user JMO2. And it says, I get the sense that a great deal of anti-EV sentiment is driven by status anxiety. Ooh. And now that's a, that's a, there's a lot to unpack there because the idea that came out with like the Prius and the Nissan Leaf and even the Aptera in the early days was like, you're going to save gas money. You're going to, you know, have this much more efficient way of doing it. And I think that the idea of a Tesla and a six figure luxury sedan was like, no, having an electric thing is a status symbol. And the GMC, the, the Hummer EV is, is a huge status symbol. I mean, you are announcing to everyone else at the drop-off line at the kindergarten that you have more money than them. Yours is bigger, badder, nicer, cooler than theirs. And like, it, it just is. I mean, it's such a cool thing. And, it you know, it, while we're talking about it, uh, the first Hummers are, are uh, being delivered to customers this week. So by the time someone is listening to it, there's a non-zero chance that someone is listening to this podcast right now in their brand new GMC Hummer. It is. A, it's really cool. It's a really cool evolution, right? Again, we're talking about cool evolution. We're talking you know, about evolution. We're talking about evolution, you know, and at the end of the day, Hummer has just made a 180 degree turn from this literally the poster child for rampant pollution that is just inconsiderate, gross to 
you know, hey, now we're an EV, all right? And, you know, there's still a lot of things about it that's very Hummer. It's off-road. It's big. It has a presence, right? But it's no longer, you know, it's no longer that I don't care about the environment. It's, like you said, it's a status symbol. It is a status, a status symbol. symbol. And Hummer's always been a status symbol. It's still a status symbol. It's going to continue being a status symbol. I just can't believe it really is one of those things that's like, they really did it. They actually did it. The Mad Men. They actually did it. <laughs> the Mad Men. So, you know, we're, we're talking about a lot of stuff this week that is off-road, right? The Jeep is off-road. Yep. The Hummer is off-road. The most off-road thing that you can get is the Extreme E-Series. Have you seen these things? These are like yes. super off-road so Paris cool. Dakar, like big tires. Like when, when you think of like, you know, a stadium truck but like it's all electric and it looks like a sports car body. That's the extreme E and it's really cool. And and they do so many clever things like they have. So they're way out in the middle of nowhere, right? Like the middle of like nowhere and they're racing these electric cars and they actually have a hydrogen fuel cell on the back of a shipping container. That's generating the electricity that powers the car. So they pull up to it charge up and then the thing goes off to the next stage and then at the end of the rally stage they all plug back into it finally so like a practical whole, use for hydrogen right <laughs> but like the this whole is the series way. this is the way the whole series is like you know pushing the envelope of not only this the hydrogen um equation but on the battery side these are lightweight durable batteries and this is no mean feat right because lordstown Remember earlier in the year, Lordstown Motors entered an off-road race with their electric pickup, and that was a 250-mile race, and they didn't even get past the first stage. That's right. That's right. So, like, for these guys, these guys were, I think it was six or eight teams. They finished the entire season. They wrapped it up, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's a neat series, and I think the, uh, you know, the the team that won was uh, owned by Nico Rosberg, who's a, an ex Formula One champion. Yes, he is. And the two drivers, a male and a female. So my daughter is super excited that she gets to see some representation in motorsports, and especially at that level. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very exciting for everyone. So I think that'll. I mean, I think we can we can probably leave it there and wrap up our uh, kind of make it a quick off road episode, right? It's a really you know, it's a weird time of year, I guess, to, for it. But at the end of the day, I love it. I just love it. Yeah, I, mean, I think know, it's so. But cool. think about it; it actually makes a lot of sense because, you know, at least here in the Midwest, we haven't gotten a lot of snow yet this year, but we always get big snow in January, February, and what people do is they just drive around in these off-road paramilitary vehicles <laughs> and barrel through the snow. So I think it's timely. <laughs> it is timely, right? It is. Yeah, it makes sense. No, and I, I, like you said, I think we kind of leave it there, but um. You know, we will, uh, we're having a good time with this. This is, this is a good time to be an EV fan. It's a good time to be an EV fan. So, uh, you know, whatever you celebrate, happy holidays. I'm a Merry Christmas kind of Jew. So enjoy that. And uh, we'll see you soon. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) (laughs) The Electrify Expo podcast is brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival featuring the hottest electrified brands and products in the e-mobility sector. The Electrify Expo is coming to five major cities in 2022, so be sure to subscribe and don't miss out. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.